Welcome to the Feel Good in Body, Mind and Soul show. I'm your host, Isa Welly. I'm a registered nutritional therapist and a well-being coach, and I'm here to bring you tips, tools, and conversations around nutrition, well-being, mindset, to help you feel good in body, mind, and soul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast. Isa Welly here. And in today's episode, I'm talking to my friend and business coach, Laura Agar. And um, Laura basically helps health coaches and not just health coaches, coaches in general, uh, build a sustainable business in a wholeheartedly way. Um, but prior to becoming a business coach, she actually was a health coach with an award-winning health and wellness blog. And that's also why I wanted to chat with her today, because I feel like she has just such a broad experience that she can share with us and um, we got to talk about building her online business while being a mom to two kids and and also I want to know how she finds time to fit in her workout and her self-care because sometimes I see her on I follow her on Instagram she's like oh I'm doing this work and I'm like like she's doing it all you know and I'm sure it's not like I do it all behind the scene but still I find her very inspiring so Laura welcome and thank you so much for coming on to my podcast <laughs> how are you oh, I'm so excited I'm very well thank you for having me and thank you for that lovely introduction that was very nice thank you <laughs> so before we get into the conversation I like doing this with my guests at least the guests that I know um I like to share how we met but I think that we actually didn't meet at first. I came across your blog or something. I can't remember yeah. when. I want to say five years ago. And then I think either I bought a course or we did a one-to-one. -one. But I remember doing a one-to-one -one with you ages ago. Yes. And it feels like years. it has been. Yeah, it's been a long time. I think it's been that long that it's hard to remember how we first came across each other. But I know that we've known each other online for a good long while, haven't we? Yeah. 100%. And we've definitely had some one-to-ones together yeah. um, as well. So yeah, it's been... It's, it's been, been a long, long time. time. Yeah, at least five years. And then we eventually met first time when Lizzie Goddard, your business coach, did yes. a, a meetup thing. And that was really nice because I was like, oh my God, here yeah. she is. That was really nice to connect then. Yes, it was. It's so nice, especially when you've known someone online and never actually met them for five yeah. years and you get to see them and give them a hug. Yeah. It's like the nicest thing ever. It was really I love funny. it. So let's dive in. Let's dive right in because I've got so many questions for you today. Your <laughs> transition from health coach, you transition from health coach to beast coach. And I feel like that is something usually people leave their business world to become like health and wellness coaches or, or something like that. You sort of did the other way around. How and kind of why did you do that? Um. Yeah, that transfer into that change of career in a way. Yeah. So it was it was really quite interesting. So my a bit of just a very quick bit about my about my background. So my job before I started being a health coach was working with community and voluntary organizations and you know charities and social enterprises. So a lot of what I was doing was things like business planning, was things like helping them plan events and projects and things like that. So that was kind of my jam anyway, doing that kind of work. And then I've also got a degree in art and design, so I'm quite creative and I, I mm. like everything design and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So when I became a health coach, which I absolutely loved, I was doing, and at the start I was doing a lot of community projects as well, a lot of stuff like in 
like in my community and where I am, I'm up in Northeast England, there's some really deprived communities. So it was a lot of like really fulfilling, amazing work that I was doing in the early years. And then when I got pregnant with my little boy, mm. things shifted a little bit and I didn't want to be out doing, I wanted to be at home as much as possible, basically. Yeah. And kind of alongside that at the same time, I started noticing, you know, my business was picking up. My blog was doing really, really well. I'd been blogging since 2010. Mm. So like the early days, the heydays of, of yeah. blogging, I like to think. Um, you know, when the when bloggers were like the original influencers, really, you know, yeah, we, yeah, we doing all that kind yeah. of stuff, um, which was really cool. And then other health coaches started to ask me, you know, oh, how is it that you're doing this? How is it that you're making this work? Mm. And just from there, it kind of happened like very organically. And I would say over about five or six years, where I was just doing little bits of like helping people with a website or helping people figure out what offers to put together and things like that yeah I really really enjoyed all of that work I found it just really exciting and fulfilling and really interesting and creative and I think it was about and I was kind of doing both so I think at one point I had two different websites two different Instagram yeah like two different Instagram accounts and everything like that so one for the health coaching and one for the business kind of support and business mentoring and stuff for coaches and then when I had my little girl Freya at the end of the very very end of 2019 with no idea what was going to hit us (laughs) in 2020 um but I remember in the early days I made the decision that I was going to have to like just completely go in on one thing um and that was that was the time when I was like okay so what do I feel most called towards doing and at the time it was the business coaching side of things yeah um so right now I'm a business mentor for coaches that's health life and spiritual coaches but I kind of reserve the right to at some point pivot to something else because I think one of the magical Mm. things about running your own business and, and certainly in coaching I think as well is that I think we've got to have that passion for what it is that we're talking about, that real like fire for what it is that we share. And I think when that starts to wane, then perhaps it's time to look to, you know, to move on to something else that really lights us up. So I always kind of think and think to myself, you know, I'm doing this now, but will I be doing it forever? Yeah. We'll do it as long as it feels really good and fun. hundred percent. I mean, you're talking to someone who's changed career. I don't know how many times already. (laughs) (laughs) I studied business and marketing. I knew I wasn't going to do that. Then I went to become a professional dancer. Then from there, I started being a Pilates teacher. Then I trained to be a nutritionist. And now I'm a, I do both nutrition and, and Pilates and all of these. And yeah. recently I've decided to sort of stop offering one-on-one nutrition, uh, which was yeah. a tough decision, but my heart wasn't mm-hmm. in it anymore. I was like, do you know what? Yeah. I, and also I thought to myself, I'm good at my job, but there's something else that I can offer people, whether it's creating content to support them, whether it's my my um, three months coaching package, which has more of like a, a life and emotional coaching, a whole aspect of your health. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm more passionate about this, you know, uh, so I completely get it. And just like you, I'm like, I know for fact that in five years, I'll be doing something completely different. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. So yes, yeah. we just, we just have to go with it. <laughs> I might even put my dancing shoe back on and be like, do you know what? I might get back on stage for a hot minute. Like who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. So what does your day look like for, you know, a business mentor and coach? Obviously I know your work. I listen to your podcast religiously. Um, I want to say, I know how much you earn, but it's just because you've shared it, <laughs> but I know yes. that you do well. Yeah. I know that you do well um, and, uh, you know, for someone like me who just have a baby or anybody listening that is thinking about 
okay, I want to, I want to create a family and, but I'm a self-employed, I'm here building my business. It is scary. How do you make it work? And my first, I guess my first question, my exact question is what does your day look like? What do you do? Like you get up, like the kids, like what happens? (laughs) Yeah. So, so there's myself and my husband, James, and we get up quite early on the morning, usually about like six o'clock and then we get the kids ready. Um, I usually go straight into workout clothes that's the key <laughs> straight um, into workout clothes yeah no other you know yeah. the, the straight on and then we walk the kids to nursery and school so my son goes to the breakfast club that's important which we'll get onto in a second but he really enjoys it I, mm. I wouldn't necessarily send him if he didn't enjoy it but he really enjoys be- breakfast club so which is based at his school so he goes into breakfast club my daughter goes to nursery which she absolutely loves as well which makes it a lot easier when you're putting your kids into care like yeah it's much, much easier if they, if they love it and then, and it's quite local, so we do, we walk everywhere, which is really important to us as well. Yeah. Um, so I walk through in the nursery, walk home, and then I work out. So that's my time in the morning. And it was difficult to get that because I used to think, oh, I've got emails I think need answering, and I've got box of messages from clients and you get back yeah, to you and things yeah. like that. And those things are important, but but there was a big mind sh- mindset shift that had to happen for me to be like, actually, no, this is really important. Mm. So that's the time when I work out in the morning. Um, and like this routine's like most days of the week. I have Fridays off with my daughter, so completely different on a Friday. But um, yeah. most of the weekend goes like this. So I'll work out on, do some exercise at home and then have a shower and get ready. And it's usually about half nine, 10 o'clock before I even open the laptop, <laughs> to be honest. Nice, which is amazing. Um, yeah, and, and it is lovely. Like, it's nice just having some spaciousness and some time because I realised yeah. that that was really important to me is to not feel rushed or, like, my time is so chock full of stuff that it feels mm. really stressful because I find that, um, I just find that really, like, a not very comfortable emotion when things are rushed and things like that. And then, depending on the day of the week, so I have my kind of week structured so that... I have Mondays and Thursdays when I don't have any meetings or clients. And then I have Tuesdays and Wednesdays when I do have clients and meetings. Mm. And it just gives me a couple of days where I don't have anything kind of booked in. So it means if I've got a big chunky project that I want to get to work on, I've got loads of time to sit down and focus on it. It means if I want to sit on the sofa and do my work in the living room on the sofa with, you know, watching Netflix or something, I can do that. So that really is important to me as well. Um, I always take for lunch as well. always have big for lunch, have some lunch at home. And then again, like just depends on the day, kind of what kind of work I'm doing, but it can be anything from, you know, recording an episode of my podcast and editing that up. Or it could be, you know, meeting with my clients, meeting with my, with my group program. Um, it can be answering emails, writing emails, like creating new stuff to sell, like all sorts of stuff that I really, really enjoy doing Mm. all, all of it. Yeah. Um, and then in the afternoon, again, usually my, my son has like an after school club or something going on after school. Mm. Um, sometimes I go and pick him up from school and take him to that and then come home. But usually around about half past four, we kind of all kind of start coming back together. So we collect my little girl from nursery, my husband comes back, we have dinner together and then we get the kids up into bed. And at the moment, my little girl who's three still needs one of us to lie, lie hey. next to her until she falls asleep. That's and often, fair. especially in the cold weather, once you're in that bed and it's warm, you don't want to get you out. Get out. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Um, so that's it. And we kind of, sometimes that, um, but me and my husband like take turns, which is really good with that. And then 
in on an evening off some, sometimes it's just reading sometimes it's I really love watching stuff on YouTube yeah I'm such a massive fan of YouTube right now so I'm really just enjoying watching videos on YouTube or watching something on TV yeah. and then hopefully in reasonably early-ish night yeah about half nine o'clock or else wow I need to sleep yeah it sounds like but it sounds like you have like really good boundaries like even like a structure in your business the days where you work with the client the days where you don't work with the client like I quite like I find that really inspiring the way you've set that because I think I think Mm -hmm. it's it's super important especially when you do one-on-one client work um yeah I actually have found it really hard through my pregnancy until giving birth to do Mm one-on-one client and that's also why I stepped away because you have to have for the work I do at least and I think yours as well but definitely in the health wellness you have to have the emotional space to support someone else you have to have that strength you have to have that space and I think it's really nice how you did it okay Monday Tuesday Bosch it's my client day and then I've got these two days for my projects and I get to be creative I get to if not I think you all feel overwhelmed wouldn't you yeah oh definitely yeah and then I think it becomes more difficult to spend time in your business doing the things that they actually like help with growth and help move things forward and things like that but for me mainly I mean the main driver is really just having that feeling of spaciousness and not feeling rushed yeah um just it makes such a difference to how I feel and you know I left a nine to five job that I used to you know go to bed on on a Sunday night thinking I really am not looking forward to this week like Mm. I really don't want to be doing this and I never want to have that feeling again and that's another reason why I like Mondays being especially as clear and free as possible Um, and then ending it on a Thursday with like another day like that and like I say at the moment on Fridays I have Fridays off with my daughter um, which I did with my son all the way through as well so um, I think when he had like about three months when he started school before I had before I had my daughter so I've always kind of had like I've always worked about four days a week Um, that's amazing just a few hours I think it's such a you know how on Instagram we see all these mega coaches or influencers portraying mm-hmm. a life and you're like, oh my God, I want that. But when I listen to you, I'm like, okay, this is very real. You can make this work. Yeah. You can you can manage it. Obviously, I'm sure it takes time because in terms of mm-hmm. earning an income, being able to support your family, you've got to grow your business. Obviously, you've been doing this for years now, but I think it's super yeah. inspiring for anybody listening like even for myself to be like okay you will be able to refine that balance especially that I want two kids myself like you'll be able to find that balance yeah. eventually and make it work you just have to be really good with your with your timing I guess do you feel like you spend yes. I guess you feel like you you have your kids quite a lot don't you yeah yeah <laughs> yes yeah I mean, like, like, and I love spending time with them. And I think part of loving spending time with them is having time apart from them as well. Yeah. And like, yeah. and, I, and I think yeah. that's absolutely fine. Like we're all human beings and, um, and we all need our own thing. And I've always found work and the business, like, it's not just work, it's where I get to be me. 100%. Um, and, it, and I think this is why, and I don't know if you relate to this as well, but certainly when I had my little girl it was like I was kind of ready just to get back into it like not in the same way that I had before I had it but I was definitely you know within a couple within like you know kind of the first six weeks I was a bit like me too kind of like get back in yeah um yeah. And, and sometimes you think oh like you know am I, am I a good mom because you know I'm I kind of want to go back to work and I want to be yeah. doing things but it just felt like that this is the part of me where I really feel 
like me. And I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, that other parts of my life, but it's just, it's so much an extension of who I am as a person. Yeah. I think that yeah. it felt really yeah. good to be back and, um, and, but, but with boundaries that allow you to have the balance in your life that you want. Yeah. Cause you have the power. I think that's the thing of about having a business is that you have the power to make this work for you the way you want. And I remember yes. when I got pregnant, even when I got pregnant, I was like, oh my God, because I was so tired. And I got yes. pregnant when I was doing my Reset and Reconnect Thrive program. It's a nutrition program. I was knackered mm-hmm. and I kept thinking, thank God, I work for myself. It's Tuesdays, yeah. 3 p.m. I can't take this. I'm going to sit down for a minute, you know. Um, yes. And even now, like, I went back to work at eight, week eight, which mm-hmm. is early and I was knackered, but mm-hmm. I, even though I was very tired and I feel like I underestimated, I overestimated, I underestimated the job of being a mom yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> overestimated my power. Um, I would do it again, but would work less. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a better mom for it. Yeah. So I relate yeah. to what you yeah. said because I'm like, but before having my daughter, I'm a me. Now I'm I'm her mom. 100% is my favorite job in the world. Like I adore her. When I'm at work, sometimes like I look at pictures of her. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's cute. And I'm like, stop it. (laughs) Stop it, Willie. (laughs) Stop it. But when I'm doing this, recording my podcast, like Tuesdays and Saturdays are my days of work, you know, doing my things, recording videos, whatever. I, I love it. I get to be me. I get to do my things. It's time for me as well. Then when I'm with her, I I'm not resentful like I love it so I th- I personally think I'm exactly. a better mom when I have that time to feed my creativity and everything and my yes. work um so I can I, I definitely can relate to that one of the things that I was giggling about uh because you recently sent an email because obviously I'm I'm like a subscriber and you're like yeah. oh you're like oh I'm launching a membership and I was like oh I'm sure she told me she would never do a membership and yeah. I'm, I'm I'm totally the same. <laughs> yeah. But I think when you, I mean, you've been a mom for a long time now, but when you become a mom, things change. Now for you, who's been a mom for a while, what makes you, what made you launch a membership, which I'm excited about because I think I'm going to join. Of course hey, I want to join. Awesome. <laughs> so, so, so to, uh, to be fair, like I've had, I've, I've had memberships in the past. So like I said, I mean, I've been doing this for quite a few years now, mm. um, and I had a membership called the Balance Club back in my like the heydays of being a health coach, right? And it was really good. It was really great. But I think what I found there was a few things that I just found really tricky about running it that kind of put me off ever doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it was things like every time someone un- unsubscribed, I felt like I was getting stabbed in the heart. Mm. <laughs> um, and it was difficult to keep up with the volume of content because I was basically creating a resource every month but it had like recipes in there that I was professionally shooting and editing all of the images and creating like all this stuff and it was amazing like it was amazing but it was just too much to keep up with and it hadn't like from a business point of view it wasn't generating enough income to make it work like to make it hold that amount of work that was put into it basically yeah and that's always the thing with memberships I think depending on the price point is um is are they going to be financially viable mm-hmm. to enable you to actually create the content for it? Yeah. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So so when I was kind of 
I hadn't really thought anything much about it for a long time. And I had a few people say to me, oh, I wish you had a membership law. I wish I had a membership. Mm. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do one. <laughs> like, I don't like them. Um, and then I was planning for, for 2023 at the end of December. And I was sat down and I had like all of my tarot cards and things out yeah. and all of my like big notepads and everything and um this idea just came into my head and I think it started off as like a year-long program but it was something around content marketing that's mm. not based on social media so kind of like your blog your YouTube or podcast mm. so I'm a big fan of this form of content it's like what I've always used to grow my business especially the blog but I think a lot of people are starting to get a little bit um disillusioned with social media now yeah because we're just not getting this good of results yeah um, for growing our businesses and there's yeah. a whole like other host of ethical and all kinds of other reasons why but I think having a really good solid foundation of that of that marketing and any business really makes a lot of sense mm. I kind of wanted to do something a bit more around that and I've done like courses and things like that here and there and um and then the idea just popped into my head and I was like oh this is a bit different for me I was like oh so I pulled a tarot card and then it came out and it was something I think it was like the page of cups but it was so like spot on it was like this is a great idea you should run with this idea I was like oh okay amazing <laughs> That's a sign from the universe telling me yeah. to go with this so I spent about it's been about a month that I've spent thinking about it I did a wait list for it to see if there was enough interest yeah I've ended up with two different price points like a very like a no-brainer kind of price point that's very very low and then a higher which is seven pounds right or eight pounds it's like eight, pa- eight pounds a month or nine dollars a month so fab one one tier which is which is very hands-off like you don't get access to me in that tier yeah and yeah. then there's another tier of the membership where you get like Voxer support from me and yeah. we have like a Q&A and we have like a live content planning session once a quarter and things like that so there's there's different kind of tiers of it basically but one of the other reasons as well is that because it is a reoccurring income model and I think when mm. you are um, in any business whether you're a mother or not and I think it's really interesting like what we hear about recurring income in businesses anyway because really what needs to be you need to have the marketing system set up yeah. to make whatever it is that you've got actually truly reoccurring yeah yeah so you could have anything yeah. or you could have almost anything and if you had a payment plan for it it's reoccurring if you have the marketing yeah. systems to drive that it can be reoccurring but for this I just felt like it felt like something that I could deliver on I feel like I've got a big enough audience now to get yeah. a good number of people in from the start and I felt felt like and I felt really quite excited about it and that's something yeah. um yeah. I think I'm a in human design and if any of your podcast listeners I'm sure will probably be familiar with human design but I'm, I'm a generator oh, and I think fun. that's the thing is that when you're excited about something yeah um that's that's like the sign that's like the good sign that yeah. you're doing something that you should be doing yeah um so whenever I feel excited about something and I think the difference with this is I've matured enough in my business which is another interesting thing I think I've matured enough in my business to not take it personally if someone cancels their subscription 100% like, I think I think that's just a thing that's happened in terms of my self confidence to not to not take it so personally. Yeah, when someone's yeah, and it's no, never personal, is it? No, no, definitely never not. It's like there's a whole lots of reasons why. Um, little has has anything to do with like you or the quality of your work. So, mm. so that was kind of like that's been a a helpful thing to recognize as well. And I think having a, a topic that is quite specific yeah and you know that I know that I can create these resources without you know killing myself every month to do them um I think that's kind of like that's the basis for it so it feels yeah. really good to be putting that out, out into the world it feels yeah. like a nice fun thing. I'm excited again, like I'm not I'm not like if it just if it stops working I'll stop it because yeah. 
because it wasn't it's meant to be things. or maybe you were meant to yeah. try but I think I think it's, yeah. it's great that you're trying and not staying in a you know often we say and I'm the queen of that okay this year I'm not doing that this year I'm not doing I don't know I'm not doing one-on-one client and then I'm like based on what or this year I'm only doing one-on-one client I'm like can we just stay open here <laughs> you're self-employed so it's good that you didn't stay yeah. stuck in your way like no 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 I don't want to do membership and then you went with it um, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a great one because I think I like that model of under £10 monthly support. It's a no-brainer. Most of business yeah. owners, even if you're starting, most of us can afford a £9 a month, especially for things yeah. like content. And like I was telling you before the call, before we start recording, I have so mm-hmm. many friends that are starting their business, whether they're facialists, chefs, whatever. They're like, what should yeah. I share? And I'm like well, just do this, do that, do that, you know? I mean, I love content, as you know, like it's my favorite thing in the world. Um, So yeah, I'm excited. Um, I can't wait to join. And everybody, I will put the link um, in the show notes and the description box, wherever you see this or or watch this, uh, please check it out. And then also please check out um, Laura's work. I'm personally a huge fan of your design work. Like your website is insane. I think I told you that before. <laughs> like I remember when you changed you. it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" She's she's a shit. She's great at this. <laughs> you know, I knew it as your business coach, but I just I love your branding. So, um, I think that's beautiful. Now, coming back to a little bit of like health and wellness, what do you um? H- how do you find time to you know get your health, your self care? How do you find time to do that in your day with the two kids and your business? I know you say you put your outfit on and you work out straight away in the morning. Do you work out every day? What about food? Do you have time to prep your meals? How does that play into this, you know, into this life? Because being a mom of two is a, it's just a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And, and And the first thing I'd say is getting support and actually using childcare. So mm. that's been a big thing I, th- I think sometimes there can be a bit of guilt I suppose or a bit of you know like I say I put my son in the breakfast club three times a week um what's that by the way what's breakfast club so breakfast club is it's like wraparound care so some schools some primary schools will have the option for you to take your child in early and you're like pay an extra fee but they'll go in and they have like games and they have breakfast and oh, fab. like my son absolutely loves it and to be fair Finley's of an age now where he, he he would happily be at home and I could work out and do my thing and I could take him in at nine o'clock but he actually really enjoys like he actively wants to go <laughs> oh fine. bless him so, which works out well so he goes there and my daughter starts nursery at half seven anyway okay so having that time at the start of the day it's and it's like I think it's just for me, the biggest shift was really seeing how important it is and really noticing the difference that it makes. And and I mean, I've been backwards and forwards and really struggled with a lot of, you know, my self-care and taking care of myself over the last few years for lots of different reasons. Like, you know, life happens and you get mm. knocked off course and, mm. you know, and you kind of lose your groove and things like that. Um, but I've been fairly consistent with that over the last couple of years is having that space to work out on a morning. And I do that like three days a week. So 
the only reason I don't don't do it on a Tuesday is because my we have a slightly different routine and that my mum watches my daughter. So there's nice. no breakfast club and things like that. Okay. Um but on Monday, Thursday and Thursday on the morning I always work out. And then on, on a weekend, me and my husband like takes take turns. Yeah. Um so we try and get that in. But also just being generally active as well as something that we're quite aware of, I think, mm. as a family is is doing things where outside first of all just to get out into nature I think is really important and that we're trying to do stuff where we are sometimes going for like a bit of a longer walk nice. um and that really helps keep us all kind of active helps keep the kids active as well mm. um you know and just and just kind of helps from that kind of sense of things too um that makes a really big difference and I think it's just having it's been okay with being supported even if that support is paid because you know, mothers these days, you know, we, we would have had the village. Yeah. We would have had the village, you know, in the past of if other mums who would have helped out and we would have all kind of mucked in and we don't have that same village anymore. So we've got yeah. to actively create that, I think. And part of my village is my paid childcare, you know, yeah. the nursery that I sent my daughter to um, and my son's wraparound like breakfast clubs and after school clubs. But also yeah. I've got I've got a really fantastic, amazing group of mum friends. Mm. Like we often say, like we often joke on, but we are like, we were so lucky to meet each other when we did. Mm. Um, and I would, <laughs> I don't know what where I would be if I if it wasn't for having them. Yeah. Um, they're just so amazing. And one of the things that we do now for like on a self-care kind of point of view is we actually go away, all of us. There's like five or six of us. Oh, we'll that's book, lovely. book a house. And twice a year, so we put money into an account every month. Yeah. And then twice a year, we all go we go away somewhere. So, so good. Um, we've, got a, we've got like a cottage booked in March with a hot tub. Um, and we've got someone coming in. We're like, we're buying someone in to do massages oh. while we're there. So we've got like Friday wow. to Sunday evenings. So we've got like a full two days yeah um and we do that twice a year and it's like you know it's it's things like that where you just have that that time away that time to decompress that time for yourself because this is the thing even when you have time out of your business or time off work when you're a mom it's still like fucking relentless do you know what I mean like like, you can love your kids to death yeah please you can love your kids to, to, to the ends of the earth and still find it absolutely relentless yeah so having yeah. having those opportunities I think um is just so like so amazing so yeah I I agree with you it is absolutely effing relentless and this yeah. is something yeah, yeah. that you don't know until you're in or at least I thought yeah. I knew because I have so many nieces and nephews I've babysit them I spent a week with yeah. some of them and I remember when I was younger I did a week with my nephew he was a baby and I was probably like mm-hmm. 28 I don't even think I was 30 yet and literally I remember thinking god this is really tiring but I think I forgot about it <laughs> yeah because <laughs> <laughs> when my my girl was born she's five months now babe it hit me like a truck I'm like is this like there's no one second in the day and she's a pretty good sleeper she naps yeah do you know what I mean so I'll have those time but those times is either I'm eating if I'm back to work I have to do a few emails a clean tidy up and I have a cleaner and now I have a babysitter is better but still like I'm like this is hardcore so at the moment I'm personally at a place where I haven't had time for myself yet because she's breastfeeding yeah. as well. So she's a lot on me, but I cannot yeah. wait. I know yeah. sometimes it comes with guilt, but I'm like, do you know what? 
I'll deal with that fucking guilt. I cannot wait <laughs> for the time where yes. I can take two days and I'm like, okay, you and dad, peace out, good. Yeah. Just to breathe because I don't have those times. Yesterday I went to the dentist. That was my breathing time. I hate the dentist as well, but yeah. it was on the yeah. train. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. you know, so it is, it yeah. is hard work and he's absolutely relentless. So I'm going to run with yeah. that idea because I have quite a few mom friends uh, and mm. I'm going to tell them, oh my God, like, let's do like Laura said, let's <laughs> let's put some money aside and then yeah, and go just put, away. Just put money aside every month and then you yeah. end up with like this massive pot of money and we just literally like, yeah, and it's just so much, it's just so much fun as well. Yeah. It's just nice to be like, like you say, just to have that time and space and yeah. um, to do nothing. And, yeah, to literally like, like we, we basically just like watched I think we watched Love is Blind or something (laughs) and we ordered a Chinese in one night and I think we we got like some like groceries delivered and just made it really relaxing and everyone was just sat reading or chilling on in the hot tub and it was just the loveliest Um, and then you catch up on sleep as well you know yeah 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 um and things like that as well so having something like that I think from just from that point of view of having some time to yourself I think is really important as well Mm. but it is just fine in those but like you say you know you've got a cleaner that's definitely something on my list to to get as yeah. well to um yeah. to have someone to work with me in that way because I think it is just create it's it's not having guilt about finding the resources that you need yeah. Yeah. that allows yeah. you to thrive yeah because and it's, it's one of those self-care cliches isn't it but you know when you're taken care of then you can take care of others 100 uh, percent you know it, it it just is the it just is the truth and I think when it comes to things and you were asking us there as well before about like meal prep and things like that that's something that I've really tr- found right quite tricky um, mm. to just get on top of that. And I feel like I've kind of nailed one of my word for the year for 2023 was intentional. And okay. I know that when I'm really intentional about things like I will sit down and do like a rough meal plan yeah. um, before we get our groceries delivered and things yeah. like that. And that really helps. And it's just that tiny little thing that, you know, when you haven't got the brain space that can easily pop off the end of your list. Yeah. But I know... Yeah now like I have to it's like knowing what your non-negotiables are really that was something yeah. I talked about a lot when I coach is like understanding what your non-negotiables are so for me now I know that that meal planning has to be non-negotiable because that yeah. sets the week up up yeah so that I know that I've got healthy food in I know what it is that I'm making yeah. if there's any prep that needs to do and I know what that is yeah um and that really really helps to stay on top of everything as well yeah that's that's a great idea I mean I love meal prep and I always had at the moment I'm not because I'm home a lot but still I could do with going back I mean I I I do cook one meal and then I'll cook enough for five portions but I I'm a full believer of meal prep I think mom or no mom I think it's a money saver it's a time saver and you get to know what you're putting in your body for me, it's like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Um, one question, one last question for you before I do my two last questions. For someone who is thinking, okay, I want to become a mom, but I'm self-employed. I'm shitting my pants. Maybe even like financially, I don't know if I'm going to be able to manage so well. Like I'm scared. Will I have clients? P.S. That was me before getting pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> What advice would you give them like seeing your journey from because your journey is very much like you were working in office then you're starting your business from ground zero you were a health blogger blah 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 what advice would you give someone like that like oh god like I want to make it all work like 
are there mistakes you made or you know what words of wisdom do you have for us <laughs> I think you've got to really look at your I think there's a few things I think I think if you can have if you can create some kind of financial cushion do you then do so um look at when you are on maternity leave look at every single benefit that you can potentially get mm. if you're in a country where you can get those benefits or not and apply for everything um that can really really help because you never know there might be something that you, that you can get that you didn't think you'd be able to get yeah um and then I think from like a business point of view I think you've really got to look at what it is that you're doing and be like brutal in terms of cutting out the stuff that's not working mm. that's kind of what I wish I did better I think if I had any advice to my previous self I, w- I would be looking at what I was doing and being really um just just really ruthless in terms of yeah you know I'm doing this bit of work and actually it's not getting so I'm gonna have to let that go and mm. really just focusing on the elements of the work because you're not going to be able to like, and, and and again, it kind of depends, like set some intentions around how, what you want your maternity leave to look like, you know, do you want to not be working at all? And I mean, mm. part of this is as well, is you don't know how you're going to feel. Cause I think it's one of those things I was a bit like, Oh, I don't want to be, you know, I'm going to have my child. I'm not going to want to work, but I kind of yeah. did feel like I wanted to do a few hours here and there. Yeah. So be open to ha- that. You don't really know how you might feel because motherhood changes so much. That and is you, such a good advice. And that is so true. Yeah. And, and it is, it's just one of those interesting things, like, you know, in so many different aspects, I think you, you just don't know what you're going to feel like after mm. you've got this kind of like small, this precious little tiny little thing in your arms that you're like, it's, it's such an overwhelming feeling, but you just don't know how you're going to feel. Yeah. You don't know how you're going to feel and what you're going to want it to look like. So I think giving yourself, preparing for as many different options as possible mm. um but I think ultimately really looking at your business and being quite ruthless in terms of like okay so what's working what's not working if I am coming back for, for a couple of hours a week what needs the focus what needs to keep continuing to make sure that the business is con- is, is still there like what are my goals for because it might be real might not be realistic that your business grows while you're on like active maternity leave because I think there's like for me, I always kind of saw like, um, oh, this is like active maternity leave, which for me was up to up to when like um, Finley and Freya were like eight months, where mm. where I didn't have any childcare, well, apart from like my mum, um, but I was still kind of working a few hours here and there. Yeah. And then once they started nursery, that was like right now, this is like I'm off Let's of maternity go. leave. If that makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. So it might be thinking about okay, so in that period of time when I'm on maternity leave, like what are my goals? Like, is it just literally to keep the business ticking over? Yeah. How much money does business to make yeah you know, yeah, bear yeah. in mind all, all of the rules around maternity allowance and maternity stuff in this country and about yeah. how much you can and can't work etc just make sure that you've just been careful of that because there's a few things you might want to think about and consider um yeah and take advice around that as well um and then figure out what that needs to look like basically but I think mm. it's just yeah it's just about making sure that I think I think it's expecting the unexpected yeah I think that's one of the things as well and even when the start even when you've got childcare and stuff like you're gonna have kids you're gonna have them get sick you're gonna have them be poorly you're gonna have to you know mm. drop things and stuff like that um it doesn't always have to be you if, you, if, if you've got a partner remember that they can do that as well sometimes it's yeah. really easy <clears throat> I think it has to Sorry. be you like I had this situation last year where my mum had COVID she couldn't look after my daughter I had a live event that I had to go to and I was like to my husband I was like you're gonna have to take the day off yeah like, I can't do it <laughs> like I've yeah. got a live event you're gonna have to figure it out Fair um, enough. and stuff like that so it's not just you either but I think yeah. it's um, I think the need for flexibility becomes bigger and something that I do as well in my business is that I 
I'm always let my clients know and people know, and this is a big thing for me with boundaries is communicating them. Because I think when I've communicated the boundary, it makes me feel less worried about it, if that makes yeah, sense. Or guilty or anything know. like that. Yeah. So I kind of always say to clients, like, you know, I don't have a big team. It's me and I have an assistant. I don't mm. have a massive team. Like I do have kids. There's going to be times when I have to cancel meetings at short notice. Mm. Um, but as an extent of that, like if you if you're a parent or even if you're not, like I extend that flexibility to my clients as well. And I think that's really yeah. important just to give that to people. And also like just allowing yourself to be a full human in your business. Like we're not yeah. we're so often not not allowed to do that in paid employment. Yeah. But we can yeah. do that in our businesses. And I think mm. there are ways that we can do that and you know, still you know give people really really good customer service and, yeah. and all of those things yeah. um because there's no other way of approaching it sometimes like if your kids off your kids off <laughs> yeah no um, these are such amazing this is like amazing advice and I'm really taking it in because everything you said you're giving is are things I didn't consider and have hit me in the face <laughs> the past three <laughs> months and now I'm I'm like okay I'm not doing this anymore okay this has to go um, yeah. this is not working it's not bringing enough money for me to spend time on it what is exciting me I love creating content like do you know what I mean and yeah. considering yeah. how much my business needs to make while I'm still on so off because she's not a nursery yet I only have babysitter yes, one yeah, day a yeah. week so I'm yeah, really it's a diff- so you're not so you're still on, on maternity leave really 100% until- yeah yeah um I can't, I can't fully work. I'm not a full-time worker by any yes. means. So, yeah. uh, so I've really appreciated all these advice. I'm really taking in. And for, as a, someone who is right in the mi- middle of it, in the midst of it right now, yeah. I will tell anybody listening, the advice she just gave us is gold because I wish someone told me that before. Um, as a self-employed, mm-hmm. I think I would have mm-hmm. just written a few things down. Okay. Do you really want to do this still? How much you usually learn, earn when you do yeah. a Pilates launch? a nutrition launch is that enough for this like do you know what I mean um yeah but hey we live we learn (laughs) (laughs) um I wanted to wrap up with a couple of questions that I always ask my guests the first one is what is one thing that you've learned about your health or life or your wellness that you were taking for granted and now you're so grateful for is it something that you were like hmm I think um, probably actually my mental cycle. So I just to briefly dip into this because I guess I could talk about this for, for ages. Um, but I had orthorexia. So I, I was kind of compulsively restricting what I was eating and compulsively exercising um, right. at a point a good few years ago, like way before I had my children mm. um and I wasn't well for obvious reasons I didn't have children because I wasn't menstruating so um mm. I just didn't have a cycle so that's something now that although it is sometimes annoying to to have your period I, I really um I'm really grateful that I have that and also just that inner cycle as a bit of a inner guide as well um so I'm really quite grateful for that now Oh, wow. Okay. Amazing. Really, really amazing. Um, Second one is, can you tell us one or two or three things that you do on a regular to that help you feel good in body, mind and soul? 
Yes. So I'm a massive skincare fan. So I love to have a really nice, I know I've loved some of your stories and I keep thinking I should probably share a little bit more on my Instagram about my skincare stuff. But um, I think a few, probably started a few years ago, but I just started getting really into it. And, you know, as you get a bit older, wanting to do everything you can to just stay that you feel your best, basically. So I really love skincare. I really love having a nice evening routine where I take a good few minutes to you know, use a lovely cleansing balm and do the double mm. cleanse thing. And um, I use tretinoin now and things like that as well. And all the different Korean um, like skin mists and essences and stuff like that. So it's really, really good fun. Nice. So I love doing that. It just feels nice to pamper as well. Yeah. Um, and then I'd say another thing is just getting outside and getting into nature. I think I just mm. find that always benefits us, whether it's kind of going to some woods or going to the coast here in the northeast like we've got some really beautiful coastline um that always leaves me feeling really really refreshed as well um and then I suppose something else I really love ASMR getting back into the YouTube kind of style of things yeah I'm a really fan of ASMR so um so I often listen to an ASMR video as a fall asleep or something like that oh I just, nice I, I get the tingles I'm the person who gets the tingles um so I really enjoy uh yeah I really enjoy some ASMR from time to time oh wow, that's <laughs> nice I love that I love yeah. those getting it getting out in nature is just crucial isn't it yeah, I think, especially for people like us living in the city, so busy. London is so loud. It's just so, so yeah. important. Oh, Laura, yeah. thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, I feel so inspired. You share so much like gold wisdom with, with us, whether you just have your business, whether you want to become a mom or not. I feel like you shared a lot of really great insight. Um, Everybody check out her podcast. Is it called The Whole Hot Lily Way? it's the whole heart business show there you go yeah the whole heart business show yeah i finally really for anybody that has a business online business i think it doesn't matter at what level of business you are whether you're just starting or maybe you sort of a bit more into it like me or really advanced like laura herself like i find it that really it speaks to everybody it's not intimidating it's not one of those coaches that be like yeah if you want to make a million tomorrow you have to do this and yeah. <laughs> not one of the shit shows uh it's really yeah it's really honest and I appreciate that and I really enjoy all your episode where you actually share okay this is what I've earned it wasn't what was planned it was more this is what I sold like I really like those episodes and I'm excited to actually join the content club even though I'm a content queen myself yes. but there's always something to learn I'm that person and I think for £9 a month, it can be a great support as well to meet some new people and things like that. So thank you for creating that anyway. No, no, that's my pleasure. Thank you so much. It's been will, lovely to be on you. Yeah, thank you. I'll put the link to the Content Marketing Club as well so people get a read and understand as well, like better what is it that you do because we didn't really talk a lot about that. But um, so they have a, a really good understanding of your work. But thank you so much, Laura, and everybody else listening. Thank you for listening, for tuning in today. Remember to please, please, please leave a review on the Apple podcast. Um, I would appreciate it. One of my goals is to grow my podcast this year and and, well, you listening will play a big role in that. <laughs> so please uh, remember to leave a review. And thank you so much. I'll see you next week for the next episode.